worst movie ranking ever. I was just channeling my inner comic book guy. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. You like it though? It was good, wasn't it? It's funny about one. Thank you. So it's lucky for you that uh, that impresses you so far. <laughs> so welcome to our weekly ranking podcast. We are, and this is one that I personally don't know about PK or Shiru. I've really been looking forward to as our top 10 movies. Paul, we've obviously had a wee bit of a discussion around this. You want to highlight to the, the audience how we've been about this? Uh, well, I, you changed the rules so many times. I can't remember really entirely sure, but <laughs> I think you ended up um, <laughs> basically you can pick more than one film from a franchise. Well, yeah. So if it was like yeah, if it was like a trilogy or like a series of movies, you you don't want just ten of them. You want a wee bit of variety. What we said, and we really want to highlight. This is not us claiming that these are the top ten. What we think best movies ever. These are just ten movies that either have amazing rewatchability for different reasons, or are just what we thought were just really really good. The the time we did watch it because some you know, sometimes you watch a movie. And it's really, really good, but you never watch it again because it's, it's that kind of movie. Once you've seen it once, it doesn't have the same hook. Yeah, just not got that much rewatchability. Yeah. And it's that's not a bad thing. Sometimes some movies are just you just watch it once and that was it. Uh, that was enough. Yeah, but it's like yeah. Uh, like some movies are like you you get the whole thing in one watching, whereas some movies you need to go back and yeah. catch things, catch a few bits and pieces. I've got I've got a bit of a a mixture a mixture of things here. So what I've done is I've kind of invented genres so that each of my choices has a slightly different genre. I was clutching at straws a wee bit in places, but I just wanted to to try and have that bit of variety. Movies with cats. Shrek. <laughs> Puss in Boots. Right. So I don't know how we're going to decide. Well, last week's logic was that you chose the topic, so you go first. So I think, and let's try and draw this one out as long as possible. Who cares about the runtime? I just want to really get stuck into this one. So we've got lots of honourable mentions as well. So Paul, since I chose this one, top 10 movies, I think you should go first with your number 10. Okay, so my number 10 is a movie I know you definitely won't have seen. Ah. But you really need to put on your list. Actually, probably a lot of these have... You probably haven't seen, but it's just how it is. I'll um, take it. Number 10 is The Raid. The Raid? The Raid. No, I've not seen that. It's a action movie, martial arts, and I think it's Malaysian. Um, but, like, I would never have came across it, but. I can't remember where I've seen it. I think I've seen a review of it like years and years and years ago. Um, and it's an absolutely outstanding movie. It's probably got the best fights slash martial arts in any movie that I've ever seen. Um, so basically, it's a, a power block run by this gang and a, a SWAT team gets sent in to, <coughs> to apprehend them. But they end up getting trapped, all go to hell, and uh, they need to fight their way out. And like, it's just it's great if you're looking for a good action movie, the raid. So we just we just discussed the action movies. <laughs> I'll add it to the list. Yeah, add it to the list. Yeah, I feel like I feel like every time I take one off my list, I'm just adding another one back on. Look, see. I know what you're saying that like, you get a bit sleepy watching Die Hard and stuff, but yeah. I think see the action in this, you won't fall asleep. It's so good. It's so yeah. good. So you need to watch it. Cool. Well, I'm going to keep my controversial run of number 10s going. I like to just put my, my hot take in at number 10. So I don't know if you've seen this. I wouldn't be surprised if you hadn't. Uh, my number 10 and my genre, I'll tell you the genre first, is musical. So my number 10, and don't shoot me down. Keep it high school musical. It's not a high school musical. It's The Greatest Showman. Right, okay. I don't know if you've seen it. Nope. You haven't seen it. 
Right. So the reason I picked this one is I like when I was looking at this, I was thinking of movies that I've got rewatchability that I just honestly this movie just puts me in such a great mood. Like the the soundtrack is amazing. Hugh Jackman is a fantastic singer. It's got a decent story too. Um, decent cast. It's Zac Efron, Zendaya, Hugh Jackman, obviously. The it's just so many absolute bangers and just. I'd heard the songs, quite a few of them, before I actually watched the movie. But then, see, when I watched the movie, like honestly, I just feel like on such a buzz for like the rest of the night, and that that's why I picked it. Just it puts you in just such a such a good mood, a uh, good mood, a uh, mm-hmm. good mood. Yeah. So yeah. controversial or not, as I said, these aren't the top ten greatest movies of all time. Just from a musical aspect, I just thought this was a really good film, really good actors, and had a fantastic soundtrack. Okay, it's a it's a personal list, so I can't bash you. Um, just such a feel good film. Like, if I was ever feeling down, I would I would stick that on and just have a have a good time. See, I got I got put off because um, every day I was driving to work and on Clyde One, it was always playing one of the great filming songs, like over and over and over. So Honestly, give it give, give it a go, give it a go one, stick it on. A Friday night, see what you think. A Friday night, Oof. Saturday okay. night, I don't know. Whatever night you watch things, so that was that was my hot take. Um, and you, yeah, don't know. I'm I'm pleased with. Your list, if you if you're pleased with it, then that is good. That's good, right? <laughs> your number nine. Uh, my number nine is Rogue One. Oh, I, I kind of guessed Rogue One was coming when I saw your screen name. <laughs> All right, ah, uh, yeah, actually, so that's that's obviously your Star Wars pick then. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I love all the Star Wars films, but <laughs> all of them, Rise of Skywalker. Like the story doesn't make sense in Rise of Skywalker, but I love to watch it. It's a decent movie, yeah. Um, like see, like no, nah, not going into sequels. No, not doing it. Not this. Not this video. We'll save it. We'll save it. Yeah. So, yeah, Rogue One. It's not your typical Star Wars film. It's basically like a a war movie, um, and just the third act of War. Has actually had a war. Yes, and a pretty believable war. There's casualties everywhere. Things going up. Uh, transitions. The way it's directed. Um, the transition from like air battles to ground battles. Uh, I just thought the third act was outstanding. The way it was shot. Yeah, the effects were amazing. Uh, I just loved it, <laughs> and it turns out my girlfriend, she absolutely hates it. So that's my hot take. I think the first two thirds are decent, but I agree the last third is outstanding. See that scene they do it in one take where you see like a ship explode, and it just it's like one just camera take. Yeah, takes out of the beach. Yeah, that's um, I mean the transition from yeah. space, like the air battle to the ground battle. Um, is that when the blue leader gets shot down? Yeah, I thought the cast were good. I thought uh, Felicity Jones was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I quite liked uh, Diego Luna. I liked Cassian as well. I thought he was decent. Um, Alan Tudyk as K2SO is one of my kind of top two or three Star Wars rides. Yeah, I think he stole the show in that whole movie, to be fair. Yeah, it was brilliant. Um, no, I'm a big fan of Rogue One. It's one of those ones, as soon as you start talking about it, you want to go watch it. Oh, I should have put Krennic in my honourable mentions in the, movie, the villains. Because hmm. I like him. God. Right, okay, anyway. We're, we're never going to get this perfect. And it's sometimes quite nice when you think of things after the fact as well. Because you, yeah. you can bring it forward. Right, my number nine is my crime choice. And I went for Pulp Fiction. Oh, you've mentioned that quite a few times last. Yeah, um, I so it was it was on my list. I've had a list long before we started the podcast, just on my phone of things I wanted to watch. And my colleague, um, Mr. Stoddart, mentioned it all the time. I bought it on DVD because I couldn't find it on any streaming services. And I've got this thing where I sit DVDs beside my telly, and then sometimes they sit there for months. Like um, Forrest Gump's still sitting there. I've not watched it yet. I bought it at the same time as Pulp Fiction. And it took me a wee while to get into the film because it, it doesn't obviously have that kind of linear structure. But I thought 
the soundtrack was amazing. The Son of a Preacher Man is my number one song right now. Um, some great performances, Samuel Jackson, John Travolta, uh, Uma Thurman. Just, it's very clever in that it doesn't follow that structure. And basically the start of the film is technically the end of the film. It's just got great dialogue, great action scenes, a lot of brutal scenes. And it's just uh, a, a classic. And I, I'm really glad I've seen it because I've mentioned it in my soundtrack. And I've also mentioned it in my Thurman and my actresses one as well. Yeah, when Tarantino gets it right, he really gets it right. You're a bit of a Pulp Fiction fan as well, yeah? Yeah, I haven't seen it in years right enough, but yeah, uh, yeah it's a really great movie. The, the good thing about, as I keep saying, of me not seeing these films is I'm getting to see them all for the first time and also see them quite recently as well. So, nah, We're also jealous of you. That's true, I'm always jealous of people when they haven't seen shows or films I've not seen because then they get to experience it for the first time. <laughs> So you're number nine? Ten? Eight? No, eight. Yeah, eight. Eleven, twelve. Eight. Yeah. Number eight. Number eight. Uh, that's one that's on your list. Your very long list. Um, oh, I, I thought you meant this list. I was like, have, you, have you been doing the Marcel Bielsa tactics? <laughs> no. Um, Halloween, the original. Okay, that is on my list, and I haven't watched it yet, but I will watch it at some point in yeah. the next couple of months. Like, I think it's um, like I'll, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but it's uh, it just holds up. I think it holds up really well, like your modern day kind of slasher films and stuff. It's really creepy, and yeah, uh, Michael Myers is one of the most iconic kind of bad guys you'll see, and this movie's probably the reason. I know of Michael Myers, like I've heard friends mention him for years. So just, but again, I will, I'll definitely watch that this year. So that'll, that'll be sorted out. He's that goofy English spy. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> Talking about, um, that's a good interlude to my number eight spies. Uh, my comic book choice isn't actually an MCU or a Marvel property. I actually went for Kingsman, The Secret Service, the first Kingsman movie, as my comic book choice. I like it. Because I, I could have went for, I thought of things like Spider-Man movies, I thought about X-Men, I thought about Guardians of the Galaxy, I thought about Avengers, and I could have picked any of them, but to me, Kingsman is such a unique film. I don't. Neither of us were a big fan of the recent prequel, but the original Kingsman, from the characters, the the suits, the the quotes like eh, manners maketh man, the action scenes, the ridiculous scenes. I just had such a great time watching it. I don't think the, the sequel or the prequel hold up, but I think the original um, and that classic church scene and I think Samuel Jackson's the villain in, in that one. I just I think yeah. Kingsman is a is a great a great time and a great comic book movie. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, it's definitely like, you know. I wouldn't say one of a kind, <coughs> one of a kind movie, but um, yeah, just so there's so many like iconic scenes, like you've seen the church scene, mm. um, where you wouldn't expect Colin Firth to just absolutely slaughter everybody. He, he was amazing in that film, and I really liked. Uh, I forgot his name. Taron Egerton. I thought he was fantastic. Um, I just love that scene. See at the end where. Or not the end. It happens at the end and the middle, essentially, when he locks the door with the umbrella, and then he just uh, goes to town on the 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 use. The use. Aye, there was like I was thinking. I was thinking of a different scene now. Did you see that one coming? Did you see me picking Kingsman? Uh, you know about you know I'm quite a big fan of it. Yeah, when I wouldn't have. Probably wouldn't have said it was in your top ten, but yeah, but this top ten for me is, as I said, she have kind of invented ten genres and just kind of pick one. And I thought it was a wee bit less obvious than choosing like Infinity War or No Way Home or things like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I uh, totally get it. So, um, yeah, good choice. Okay, so you're number seven then. Uh, I went for Saving Private Ryan. 
I've not seen that, surprisingly. <laughs> um, Obviously, it's, heard of it. it's just worth it for like the opening like 15 minutes alone. Uh, <coughs> it's a great film, great cast. Um, I ended up, I can't remember, was it on the PlayStation? There was a game called Medal of Honor. Gear Solid. Medal of Honor. Medal of Honor Frontline. And um, I had I basically copied like the first 15 minutes of this movie, the first level, and I would just play that constantly. But this movie is just such a, like a grand scale. Um, it's brutal. And like everyone, there's like people getting like extremities blown off. There's bullets <laughs> flying everywhere. But then there's wee moments where it's kind of nice and normal. Uh, the camaraderie between the group of soldiers is really nice as well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm not going to spoil it for you because I think you should watch it as well. It's like a masterpiece. I think Steven Spielberg directed it. Well, um, it's on, it was maybe already on the list, but I added it on anyway. I've obviously yeah. heard of it. I've seen it referenced in popular culture. There was a episode of The Simpsons where they referenced it, I'm pretty sure. And it's obviously probably been mentioned in quite a few. Oh, I just remembered a film that I've not included, but I'm going to add it tomorrow. We'll let mentions. <laughs> I'll explain later. Right, okay. Okay, so that was your number seven, was it? Yeah. Okay, my number seven um, is, there's a few reasons for this. My, my list gets quite deep from, from here on in, so get, better get strapped in. So I've, I've termed it as a, a family film, but it's probably more of a comedy. Don't know if you've seen it. Hope you have. If you haven't, you should watch it. It is good. So my family film I've chosen, number seven, is Daddy's Home, starring Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg. I have seen that, yeah. You have seen seen it. That. What are your thoughts? Uh, I wouldn't have said, like, obviously it's a personal list, so right. you know, I wouldn't put it in my top ten. Like, <clears throat> it was kind of in that respect of Will Ferrell movies that were kind of the samey. Yeah. Like you just seem to be playing the same kind of character like through a load of films. Um, obviously, like all these outlandish kind of things happen to him and all that. Um, I did like Mark Wahlberg because he played like yeah the jerk, jerky kind of. I thought they yeah they they had a really good dynamic and obviously their relationship progresses as the film goes on and at the end of the film they become really friendly. <laughs> um, it's a film that. When I seen it, it had different feelings. Um, having a a girlfriend with children, I could really relate to a lot of the the bits like where the wee girl asked Will Ferrell's character to go to the daddy's daughter's dance, and I'm not gonna lie, I, I got a wee bit choked up watching that film now. So the reason it kind of made the list was I can I've got a lot of relatability to the scenario that Will Ferrell's character's in. Oh, you're cute. That's your, your favourite word nowadays. But there's two parts. There's the relatability for me, but also I think it's a really funny film and very rewatchable, I would say, as well. Yeah. Was there a sequel? Have you seen that? Uh, I don't think I've seen the sequel. Oh, no, I think I have. I think I have seen it. Um, I'm, I am a big Will, I am a big Will Ferrell fan. The reason why that picked other Will Ferrell properties was the kind of the relatability, I would say. Fair enough, fair enough. I like it. There you go. Number six. Uh, I went for something that isn't lots of guns and shooting and explosion. Um, well, not in a, a serious way. Uh, I went for The Vacation. Nice, I've seen that, yeah. Yeah, like I hadn't, I hadn't, I didn't even know I still existed until maybe a couple of years ago. And it, <laughs> it's just so it's so funny so funny um ed helms and his family are just brilliant is it christina applegate is that i think it is yeah who was in my, top, in, my in my top actresses oh yeah yeah so she she um she's brilliant in it ed helms is brilliant in it they have two kids an older one and a younger and younger brother and older brother and they just absolutely oh no the younger brother tears the older brother to shreds um 
And it's just so funny the way the way this yeah. this holiday goes to absolute hell. Um, I can't remember it. I've only seen it once, but I can't remember it very well. But I remember there was like a scene where um was did one of the, the boys meet a girl or something, but then the dad walked in and made it really awkward or something. I, I just oh, yeah. Really in, in the yeah. Yeah, a motel hot tub. And did they not go to like a, like a water park or something, and or like the the wife is like reliving her youth. She's like she ends up drinking a lot. Oh, that it was a sorority yeah. school course. Yeah, there's a few there's a few scenes from that movie that I remember well. Yeah, and uh, do you remember Chris Hemsworth in it? Vaguely. Yeah, he's like, is Pierce is Pierce not in it? At the very end. I Pierce from Community, yeah. Well, the actor. Yeah, he, was, he was in the original Aye. National Lampoon. Yeah, it's, like, it's like a reboot. But yeah, so funny. I think that's, I think that's quite funny because like, that's not something I thought you'd have in your top 10. Like You didn't think I'd have Daddy's Home. I think they're kind of not similar in plot, but similar kind of like just a kind of feel-good comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's the kind of thing I would, I would put that on if I just needed a laugh. Daddy's Home is actually quite relevant to our podcast because the our seismic cinema jingle is basically a bit of a rip off of the 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 panda one from Daddy's Home. Oh, I I'm, I'm, I can't remember that. So yeah, if there's any copy, if there's any copyright, <laughs> you need to check it out. <laughs> so that was your number six. Yes, my number six. I've termed it loosely as a high school movie. High School Musical. Not High School Musical. That's the second time you said that. Right, my number six, and it's my favourite out of this kind of franchise. There's another one I really like, which is the first one. I've put, in my number six, American Pie, The Reunion. Is that the... That's the fourth one. Is that when they're older? Yeah. Right, okay. I... Absolutely adore it. I did a bit of a poll. It's a bit of a weird one. I think it was 2011. I went and saw American Pie The Reunion and I hadn't actually seen the original American Pie trilogy. So I did it a bit in reverse. And I just I just find it's just one of those things, the age we're at now, see watching a film of these five friends meeting up after all these years and so much has changed but so much hasn't changed and there's just so much nostalgia in the film. It's hilarious. Stifler's amazing. There's all the kind of callbacks, recurring characters. And I don't know, just the American Pie films. I don't know if it's the music or just the kind of American school nostalgia. Just there's something really special. And I, I've got a real a real kind of place in my heart for the American Pie movies. Yeah, I, I love all of them. I love just the, the, crazy, the crazy comedy of them all. Um, and stuff like you're saying, he just steals the show all the time. Yeah. I like the way is it there's a reunion like he's in a really horrible job. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I just uh, American the first American Pie is really, really good. The second one's decent. The third one I think because Oz wasn't in the third one. Yeah. I think, the, I think the actor had some personal issues at that point, but I just think the reunion, like I could that's one of those films. See if I just have a like a friend over and just want to have a good. I would just stick that on. Amazing soundtrack, American Pie has as well. Yeah, yeah. So I've termed that as my my high school movie because my overall mind's kind of a bit more loaded towards comedy. Not not totally, and um, there's a bit more different things to come. But yeah, I had to have American Pie reunion in my list. No, last. I totally agree with that. It's, uh cracking set of movies. Nice. So, number five. Uh, I have went for, I've mentioned this like over on all my list. Um, is The Rock starring... Yeah, I, think, I think you've mentioned that before. The Rock starring, starring The Rock? Not The Rock, no. Um, starring Sean Connery, Nicolas Cage, Ed Harris. Um, oh. It's got Dr. Cox in it. Nice. Oh, I know is, um, John C. Ginley. No, Dr. Cox. Um, 
he what? he's a rogue marine. What is and it the actor who plays Dr. Cox in Scrubs? Yeah. Is his name not John C. McGinley or something like that? Look, he's always going to be known as Dr. Cox to me. So. Okay. Um, <coughs> excuse me. So, obviously you've not seen it, but uh, it's a great action movie. Um, a lot of good actors in it. Uh, just really fast and furious. There's actually a fun fan theory that um, Sean Connery's character is actually James Bond. Hmm. And he's been locked by the Americans. Is that true? I think it's just a kind of clutching at straws kind of thing. Um, but it's actually quite a wee fun, a wee fun fan theory. Um, but yeah, Sean Connery plays this. He's the only person to ever escape Alcatraz. Right. And they need him to break back into Alcatraz because Ed Harris has taken it over. It's a bit of a prison break kind of movie. Uh, well, they're breaking into prison. Breaking in, yeah. Uh, to neutralise all these chemical rockets that Ed Harris, the rogue general, has stolen and is going to fire on San Francisco. So, yeah. Sounds... I would give it a watch. And it's also got some great music in it as well. It does sound quite interesting. I'll add it. Was that on your music ranking? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, when I was talking about Hans Zimmer. Yeah. So he does a score for it and it's really, really good. I've added added them on. Yeah. Right, so number five for me, I'm really clutching at the genre um, straws here. I've called it my piecing together movie. And piecing, together. piecing together, I'll get to that. So... I just picked, as I said, movies I just thought were really good. Like Pulp Fiction was one of those ones that was just a great movie. I just really enjoyed the experience. What Rewatchability is a big thing for me with movies. I've went for the the first Hangover movie. Oh, dude, yeah. I think it's just an absolute classic. Like, I love it. I love a road trip movie. I love the kind of, although they overdid it a bit, when they went into the third one, I thought the second Hangover movie was good, the one in uh, Thailand. Yeah, but the first one is just absolute classic. Like Alan's quotes, the tiger, Mike Tyson, the the song about the tiger. Um, yeah, I'm assuming by your reaction, you agree. Uh, just the first Hangover movie is just an absolute modern classic. Oh yeah, when I think I seen it in cinema, and then. I think I seen it at Galby's house as well, and you should just watch it over and over and over again. Um, it was just so funny, and like one of these ones where you just like say something like, "Yeah, by the way, you should watch The Hangover. It's so good." Yeah, um, I want to watch it right now that we've, I just start talking about it. So yeah, and it's like one of those things like, "Oh man, I really wish I had a lads' holiday." It was like that. Yeah, I just um, I don't think I would ever tire of watching it. I think that's what makes it one that I want in the list and I think I'm probably going to watch it at some point this week just because I've I've mentioned it there. I just also think there's um there's just some great character arts as well because uh Stu Ed Ed Helm's character obviously just lets his girlfriend walk all over him. Sheila Sass from Suits. Yep. And but at the end there's there's some great quotes at the end when he eventually breaks up with her. And I really like Bradley Cooper's character as well. I think being a teacher, I can relate to his character. He's a bit too cool for school, though. Um, <laughs> just uh, and there's Mr. Chow. There's just there's a lot of great great characters in it. Yep, totally agree on that one. Great choice for your top ten. Yeah, I just there's there were just certain ones. As soon as I thought of them when I was making my list, I was like, I can't not have the hangover in in there. Yeah. I actually had that in honourable mentions. It's like it's so hard to squeeze them all in. It's not ten. Yeah. Number four. Uh, the thing. Oh, this one's came up as well. Yeah. So we need to watch this. We need a review on this because it's awesome. I can't tell you much about it because it just totally spoil it. But we've got we've got a few slots left in kind of April and May, so. Yeah. So we should try that because. Um, I'm a big fan of like practical effects in movies, and the ones in this, like for the time, it must have been like crazy amazing, and it still kind of holds up, but like it's still really good. So, um, the thing for me, 
as number four. Very nice. It's a shame that you can't go into a lot of depth on yours because you're trying not to spoil them for me. So, oh my god, damn it! I will. That that can be a future future reference. Keeps the rundown down a bit too, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. So my number four is my animated choice, and there's a few honourable mentions, which I'll just say now. Um, Into the Spideyverse gets an honourable mention. Oh, I thought that was going to be it. I was I was sitting there going that. Yeah. I think we've got we've all got a, a good feeling for that one. I'm also because I actually watched it last week. I'm going to give an honourable mention to the original Lion, Lion King. That's a a cracker and the soundtrack. Why did why was the Lion King not on my soundtrack ranking? Like that's like one of the most iconic movie soundtracks of all time. I would say. If you can sing one of the songs, I'll give you an extra point. No. Um, my choice not uh, another one in this series could have been here but this is the one I term as my favourite Pixar movie I went for Toy Story 3 uh -huh. like that so one I think it's a fantastic sequel I wasn't a big fan of Toy Story 2 when it first came out I've since warmed to it Jesse just always irritated me I don't know your thoughts on, on Jesse but I just I think we as in our age and this is where it gets kind of sentimental again is we are the kind of same age as andy because like toy story came out when we were young kids and i was going off to university when andy was going off to, to college and just the of just some of the scenes like when you think all the toys are going to get destroyed in the the kind of furnace and when andy gives up his his toys to what's the wee girl called Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember. Uh, but he gives the, the toys away. And see that scene when he leaves them and he's talking to Buzz and Woody? Like, you can't you can't have a dry eye there, I just think. And great villain as well. Lots of Huggy Bear is a really formidable villain. But quite... You can... You feel sorry for him a bit because he obviously he got abandoned by his, his owner. And I think they just merged some new characters in with all the kind of classic ones as well and i like the kind of escape from the the daycare center so i love the original toy story that was the other one that could have slipped in there but toy story 3 i think just that, that kind of emotional connection again was what made me want to include it yeah that furnace scene oh rough now for me it's the leaving the toys in the garden like you know how attached i am to my toys so i can't <laughs> i can't i can't relate what kind of toys you talking about? Them? My Toy Story ones. I'm a Star oh. Wars. Yeah. So, <laughs> Toy Story 3, FM. I'm a fan. You're a fan. Toy Story 4 was actually surprisingly good. I actually quite enjoyed it. I, I, it was a film I was like, that doesn't need to be made, but I actually thought it was pretty good. Uh, I didn't actually watch it. Have you not seen it? No, I've not seen it. Check it out at some point. Okay, number three. Number three for me is another action movie, which won't surprise, surprise you. Surprise. It is uh, Black Hawk Down. Okay. I don't heard know. If you, have you seen that? No. I've not seen it, but I've heard of it. Does that count? Yeah. Ah, it's an absolutely fantastic movie. Um, it was one of my favourite movies for a long, long time. It was kind of... This was... It's hard to it's hard to place this on the list, um, and like Scott, like you're saying about that rewatchability because there's so much going on from so many different perspectives. Um, you need to watch it. I've watched it like so many times, and I still don't know everything that's going on. Like most of the time, yeah, there's just so much happening. Um, but the action's great. It's got an like ensemble cast. Um, it's got Obi Wan Kenobi, Hugh McGregor. Yeah, uh, it's got Tom Hardy. It's got <coughs> uh, what was his name? There's absolutely there's just loads of like great uh, great actors. One thing, um, it's got such great actors in it, um. But the action's great. The story flows 
and the effects are brilliant. But there's helicopter crashes and all that in yeah. these cities. The city's getting wrecked. Uh, but yeah, I would definitely check it if you're looking for a good a good action movie, a good a good war movie. But you can you need to stay focused for it because there's a lot going on all the time. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, Eric Banner, he's done it. Yeah, I definitely I, I've heard of it. I think it's quite a well known film. Yeah, yeah, I think it won quite a quite a few awards, and yeah. it's based on it's based on a true story as well. Um, a lot of quite quite harrowing stuff at times. Yeah. I'm having the pet problem now. My cat's at my feet. Ha, how does it feel? Uh, quite nice. <laughs> right, so my number three, I think you'll definitely agree. You've definitely seen this. This is my horror choice. Mm-hmm. Although I would say maybe more of a psychological thriller. My number three is Get Out. Nice, I like it. I, I think we went to see it together at the cinema, unless I'm Am I right or wrong on that? Um, no, it wasn't me. Um, I'm sure I went to see it with you. Like, I'm actually convinced that I did. No, I watched it. I watched it way after it came out. I never watched it when it first came out. Right. Well, oh, I just I love movies with foreshadowing and tension building and mystery and just the uneasiness when they're traveling up to the parents' house when he knocks over the what does he knock over? Is it a is it a deer? No, I can't remember. I've not seen it. In and then just, just the way people are talking to him, and then the, the, the gardener that just runs about sprinting, and then the, this creepy woman that just like looks really creepy, and the, the bits with the kind of hypnotism, and they reveal that they're actually taking the brains out of people and putting them into other people's bodies, and just. It's one of those films when you rewatch it, you notice all the things like they're, ha- they're having the auction, and it's like they're auctioning off like artwork, or they're actually auctioning off like people's bodies because they're gonna like basically the yeah. the, the, the they're basically like kidnapping black people and then putting their brains into no sorry the the white people's brains into them because a few of them had like problems with their sight and they just couldn't run anymore because I think the the gardener was like. Uh, he was like an Olympian. Yeah, yeah, that. It's a really like disturbing film, but I think it's absolutely fantastic. And I think Jordan Peele's got another movie coming out this year, so I'm looking forward to that. Nope. Nope. What? His new film's called Nope. All right, I thought you were just not wanting to go see it. <laughs> Uh, he had another film called Us, which I thought was decent. It wasn't as good, but it was still decent. I don't know if you saw it. I've not seen it yet. No, um, yeah. kind of one that I kind of want to see, but yeah. I'm not in a rush to see it. Yeah. So I I knew from when I started doing this, um, writing these down, Get Out was always in my top three. I, I really really like enjoyed that film. Yeah, I I enjoyed it as well when I first when I watched it. It was a nice twist. It was a good twist. I didn't it's see got, coming. Because of the foreshadowing, it's got rewatchability for and for me, as I said, that's a big thing. So I, I have watched it quite a lot of times. Yeah. It's many I think Jordan Peele came up with that when he's a, a comedian. <laughs> Dark humour. Mm-hmm. So almost there, number two for you, Paul. Uh number two is a bit of a just a sentimental pick for me. You're it, sentimental. Can be a thing. <laughs> Um, it's an old war movie called A uh, Bridge Too Far. Okay. Um, it's basically, it's like I think it's about like three hours long. Um, I would definitely fall asleep. And it's got like Michael Caine, it's got Sean Connery, it's got Gene Hackman, it's got Robert Redford, it's got loads of amazing great actors from over the years. Um. Mm-hmm. And they're all in these different war zones, trying to take these different bridges. Um, and there's heroes on both sides. And it just, it's, such, it's such a great movie. But the sentimentality point comes from, it was kind of the, the last movie I watched with my grandpa before he died, properly. Well, I don't know how much he took in of it because he was pretty deaf and probably wasn't listening to any of it. But, uh, yeah, so that was the kind of sentimental side to it. But, it's an excellent movie as well. 
Seismic Cinema went deep tonight. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that's very nice. Um, my number two, and I think you were probably wondering when Star Wars was going to rear its head, is A New Hope. Yeah. Which was my gateway into Star Wars. I got the, my parents bought me the original trilogy, the special editions on video cassette when I was around four or five years old. And that's when the, the obsession was born. And I just feel that Star Wars is probably the reason I'm doing the podcast right now. Like it was the thing that just got me into kind of movies and it's just it was such a groundbreaking film this and that it it basically changed movie making forever and there's a lot of like documentaries and books about it how they like the special effects the practical effects and just the kind of the kind of modern blockbuster and the the, the images of the 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 crowd around the blocks. I don't know if you've ever seen the pictures of like when Star Wars first came out and there's just like queues around the blocks. And I think just the fact that there's still sequels and TV shows getting made now and the fact all the shows like back, like the most Eisley Cantina scene. And I just think it's probably the most important film in cinema history, to put it bluntly. And it's only number two. Yeah. <laughs> Like, again, that this isn't like as we said, it's not top ten movies. It's just yeah, the, yeah. Star Wars is my favorite franchise. Yeah, that goes without saying. But it was a very, it was a, it was a very nice um, speech there from like that. I'm very, very passionate about Star Wars. I think it's a, it's an integral component of my life in a lot of ways. I would say. Yeah, if we didn't have it, then me and you wouldn't talk ninety percent of the time. <laughs> we wouldn't start. We probably wouldn't start the podcast if we weren't into Star Wars. Nah, probably not. Now, obviously, Book of Boba Fett uh, was our first thing. So, yeah. Right, number one pick. Dun, dun, dun. Um, we improve the drum rolls. I know. I've got a pen and a notepad. It doesn't really work. Um, so number one for me. Is John Wick. Which one? First one. Do you, I'm not actually against watching John Wick. It's just the fact I can't find the first one anywhere. Uh, I've got it. You need to come around my house and watch it. Okay, we'll do that. <coughs> Near injury day, so you must. Uh, you must really like it then, if it's your number one choice. Yeah. Oh, the action. Keanu Reeves, and um, it's hard to explain. Like in this movie, they've kind of got their own kind of universe where, like, there's assassins everywhere, and like, like you'll see it when you you'll see it, and you can understand it. Like, yeah. they've all got their own kind of like currency. There's a kind of respect and uh, code of conduct and stuff. Hmm. It's really cool, really well thought out, and the actions. Amazing. Uh, Keanu Reeves does such a good job. His gunplay is amazing. Um, the bad guys, you hate them, so you love it when things happen. So, yeah, John Wick for me, number one, definitely. Are you modeling your hair on Reeves? No, I need to get mine cut and maybe lose a few stone for that. <laughs> right. Do you know what my number one is? Ooh. Genre. Um, I put it as police. Harry Potter. No, Harry Potter didn't actually make my list. Although there hot, is an there, there hot, is fuzz. hot fuzz, hot fuzz, hot fuzz. Number one's hot fuzz, yeah. Yes. I'm a massive Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright fan, and hot fuzz is by far my favourite of the Cornetto trilogy, and I had to have at least one of them in there. I think Shaun of the Dead's really good. Hot take. I I actually like World's End better than Shaun of the Dead. I feel that kind of more emotional connection. I think it's got a really strong story and the character development. It's actually quite a tragic tale of kind of Gary King and his problems with alcoholism and not being able to let go of his childhood. So I actually like World's End better than Shaun of the Dead, but Hot Fuzz is my absolute favourite. I actually remember the day 
I got it. I bought it out of Blockbusters in the bargain bucket um, for like a couple of pounds. And it was actually funny because then Hot Fuzz, Shaun of the Dead's in a bucket of DVDs with it's like the Spanish title for it. All right. And I just saw it and I was absolutely hooked. Like my favourite kind of genre of story is I love a mystery and I absolutely love just the the kind of foreshadowing because Simon Pe- uh, Pegg and Edgar Wright do it fantastically and just it's just so quotable. There's so they act. It technically is an action movie too. It, it they did so much research into how the police actually operate and they incorporated a lot of that in, like the the amount of paperwork they do and they made a kind of a joke out of it, but they kind of did it a justice and just the Edgar Wright's camera style, the kind of quick takes and the, just the clever dialogue. Like I could I could go on all night about Hot Fuzz. I just the only thing that brings Hot Fuzz down for me is I don't think it's as good when they reveal. The reasons why everything's happening i liked it better when it was like an actual murder mystery but when it was just like this group of people knocking people off for like having ugly houses and stuff it didn't ruin the film because the finale is still amazing but I, I did enjoy it more when it was a mystery and yeah i'm a yeah it's my if people ask me because star wars and harry potter are like my favorite franchises but hot fuzz as an individual movie i would say is my favorite movie See, that's funny. I quite liked the review. Yeah. Because I was thinking, oh, this is a big master plan. And it was just like, mm-hmm. no, she had, like you're saying, yeah. ugly house. Or, oh, she was going to sell her sell her shop and move away. Um, uh, no, it is good. And it's so rewatchable because of all the, the foreshadowing. And, like, they say things like, oh, he's, he's going to be in bits in the morning and then he dies. And she's like, I'm just about to pop off, actually. And then she gets impaled by the shears. And it's just so clever. The cast is amazing. See, when you think about it, you get Simon Pegg, you get Nick Frost, you've got um, Bill Nye in, like, one scene. You've got um, Olivia Coleman, who plays the Queen in um, Crown. The Crown. You've got uh, David Bradley, who's in Harry Potter's Filch. Uh, you've got Paddy Considine, who has a big role in The World's End. You know, one of the two Andys? Yeah. yeah. The other Andy is uh, Rafe Spall, who's Timothy Spall's son, who's also in Shaun of the Dead. He's the one I've read on him. Right, yeah, yeah. And there's just, there's, there'll be more as well. There's um, uh, Bill Bailey. There's the guy that's Bailey, a jam yeah. at Harry Potter. And there's a... Jim Broadbent, the yeah. The, yeah. Um, just an amazing cast. It's a great you actually forget it's a parody at times, it's so well done. Yeah. Timothy Dalton as well. Yeah. Former Bond. So yeah, I liked it because Summerfield was yeah. a big and, thing. Oh, just, I worked at Summerfield. Just after I watched it and I'd obviously seen that scene, I walk, I remember walking down into town and going into Summerfield and just being like I just became absolutely obsessed with that film. Like, to be fair, as part of our training at Summerfield, we were taught to defend a murder conspiracy by the higher management. Yeah, that makes sense. Paul Kelly to Alpha. Ring the <laughs> manager's office. Manager's office. Paul Kelly. <laughs> no luck catching them swans then. Just the one swan, actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, fantastic film, and. In my opinion, well worthy of a number one slot. <coughs> hey. Well, that's us done it. We'll be fired off some honorable mentions. Hi, we go. Bit of a longer podcast, but I've quite enjoyed going quite deep on our, our choices. Yeah, you go so deep in your. I, I need to do more homework in my. I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't prep that. That was just. Yeah. Monologue. So, what are some of your honorable mentions then? We won't go deep on these, just the names. Yeah, okay. So, first on the list, I've got Crawl, which is a kind of creature feature. It's a horror movie with a, I think it's a crocodile or an alligator, I can't remember which one, in Australia, and somebody gets stuck in a basement. So, it's a good, it's a good um, kind of horror feature feature. Right. Um, scary movie. I watched but that recently. I thought it was hilarious. Back in primary school, I remember watching it in primary school, and it was just totally like crazy. I loved it. Um, Man of Steel. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. 
That's actually my favourite DC film. Uh, I don't yeah. care so much the rest. I, I like the action. And yeah. I like the characters. Uh, Extraction, have you seen that? No. Uh, Chris Hemsworth's in it. And the action's brilliant in that too. There's so many, like, kind of, it looks like one shot um, kind of scene where yeah. the action's just relentless. Um, and they're filming the second one. And I think that's going to be great too, so should watch that. Okay. Um, Add the Hangover, like yourself. Um, the Strangers, had that as well. <coughs> Fun fact, uh, one of the masked men from The Strangers followed us and we're pretty proud about it. Yep, pretty nice, isn't <laughs> it? Um, had Hot Fuzz. Uh, Train to Busan, have you seen that? No. It's a zombie, it's a South Korean zombie film. Um, yeah. It takes place in a train. It's, it's really good as well. It's probably one of my favourite zombie movies. Um, uh, what else have we got? I've got Predator 1 and 2. Get on the <laughs> Um, Alien. Yeah, Aliens is my favourite one. Second one. Yeah, yeah. I just like I like the characters in it. I like all the action. Um, going for Alien. Going for the Batman. Hmm. Actually, I lied when I said Man of Steel. The Batman's my favorite DC movie. I was actually going to say that when you mentioned Man of Steel. Yeah. Um, Smoking Aces. Have you seen that? No. That's got that's got a great cast. Got like I, I'm not I'm not going to add anything else to my list for a wee while. It's getting a bit shocker. Smoking Aces got Ryan Reynolds, Ray Liotta, ben, I think Ben Affleck's in it. Um, Chris Pine, Bowman, um, bunch of people, Hotel, Casino, all these assassins and all these cops are trying to get this magician guy that's total burned out and he's a FBI witness or something. I can't remember, but it's a really it's a it's a kind of underrated. Action movie, I think, with really good music as well. Um, had Die Hard on the list. Nice. Which we just recently reviewed. <laughs> um, Hacksaw Ridge. Andrew Garfield. Great war movie again. <coughs> and last but not least, Starship Troopers. Hmm. Did you not know used to have a dropship toy from Starship Troopers? I can tell you. I think you did. I think you did. Um, but yeah, it's a kind of cult classic as well, like aliens, uh, guns, right? So that was my honourable mention. Cool. I'll just fire through some quickly. This really should have made it. Anchorman. Yeah. Very yeah. close to making it. Non-stop. The Liam Neeson seismic suggestion one, where he's the air marshal. I really like that film. Love that film, yeah. Uh, Infinity War, probably, possibly my favourite MCU film, not sure. Maybe Guardians. No Way Home I had on the list. I thought that was really good. Uh, Harry Potter the Chamber of Secrets. I'm more of a Harry Potter book fan than a film fan, but it is my favourite one. This was very close to making the list. What's that? Strachan's number eight. Yeah, definitely. Um, This was really close to making my list. American Psycho. Pulp, Pulp Fiction just edged it out, but I really liked American Psycho. Baby Driver was another honourable mention. Yeah. Run, Fat Boy, Run. Brilliant comedy. Yeah. Story of my I, life. I, I kind of wanted that one in. Taken, the first Taken, I think it's really, really good. Very memorable. Yeah. Unknown, also by Liam Neeson, where he kind of loses his memory. I don't know if you've seen that one. Yeah, you like me a DVD. Yeah. The Gentleman I actually put on as a suggestion. Oh, yeah. Okay. What I just really, really liked, the internship. I had that down as an honourable mention. Yeah, it's just a few good, isn't it? I just think it's a, a, a ball of fun. The Wolf of Wall Street, really long, but really good. Um, Last Vegas, just four pensioners going on a trip to Vegas. Hilarious. Have you seen it, Morgan Freeman? Yeah, yeah. I went, I, I went and seen it in the movie, I think. We will see it together. Uh, the World's End I put on. Mean Girls, just for fun. Borat, absolutely hilarious classic from the 2000s 
Uh, the first in betweeners movie I thought was really good, very memorable. Oh, I forgot about them. Oh, uh, that, yeah. that was something I considered. Also, Super Bad was also could have quite easily made the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul, I'm a big fan of the Paul <laughs> Paul movie. This is one I really really enjoyed. One of those ones I just really enjoyed watching it as a one off. Law Abiding Citizen. Yeah, great movie. Well, oh, this was there's so many I wanted to put on. You can probably tell by my enthusiasm here. 21 and 22 Jump Street. I really wanted to include at least one of them. Oh, I've not seen 22 Jump I've seen half of 22 Jump Street. 22 is amazing as well. Um, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, an absolute brilliant film. Came to my mind quite late on. Uh, Friends with Benefits, a bit of a random one. Mila Kunis and Justin Timberlake. A really feel-good film, really funny as well. Yeah. The Step Brothers, another Will Ferrell number. Uh, We're the Millers, Jennifer Aniston and David Sudeikis, kind of road trip movie or kind of they're kind of transporting a uh, product. Um, Looper thought it was quite a, a clever film, and that was it. So, oh, the the one I thought of when you were talking about another film, A Few Good Men. Yeah, okay. It's a uh, Tom Cruise. Yeah, it's really good. You need me on that wall. That one. And also another Tom Cruise film, The Firm, which is based on a novel I've read by John Grisham. Okay. When you so said um, you said super bad, I was thinking um, Project X and um, Twenty One and Over. Scott Pilgrim as well. Scott Pilgrim as well, yeah. There's so there's so many you could include in this, like um, yeah. But ones like Super Bad, The Inbetweeners movie, Napoleon like, Dynamite. Anchorman, they're definitely ones that could have went in and they lost out for just kind of trying to fit things into genres. Yeah. Right, we've been going on for 56 minutes. I've really enjoyed it. Um, I'm looking forward to doing the TV shows one. I think that'll be interesting as well. Yeah, yeah. So no ratings required here, but our followers can feel free uh, to rate us. So will we just do, do the sign-offs then? Yeah, you did the plugs. So we'll do the plugs. So social media, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as Seismic Cinema. Make sure you follow or like. We've got our YouTube channel. This will be our fourth live action video that goes on. And we want to build up our subscribers. So please like and subscribe if you've enjoyed the content and you want to hear more. In terms of the audio only element, you'll find us on Anchor, Good Pods, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. That was quite smooth. I enjoyed that. You're good at it. You should do it all the time. I do. And, and the next, Paul, you want to see if you can remember what's coming up on our next podcast? What day are we on? This is. Okay, so this Monday. is releasing on Monday. Yep. And Thursday, we will be releasing our review of The Adam Project. Yes. Or as we like to call it, Project Adam. Project Adam, yeah. Um, which is just recently released on Netflix. We're trying, to keep, current, we're trying to keep current and trendy here. Yeah. Unlike our usual style. <laughs> We've gone from diehard to... I, I like talking about a mix of older and new stuff. Yeah. Um. So, I'm going to give that a bash, I think. Follow a me. People, a couple of people have suggested it, so yeah, we'll give it a bash. And the following week? Oh, I can't remember. Well, that would be the Thursday. The following Tuesday, we're, or Monday, I keep saying Tuesday, but Monday we're going to rank the Spider-Man movies. Oh, yes, as picked by me. And do we have a movie plugged in for that week? Yeah. Uh, I do not know. Oh, the following week we've actually got a very special guest coming on, but I think we'll save that announcement for later. Oh, yes, okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, A film director. Right, Paul, we've got a minute before an hour, and it's nice to finish on, like, kind of even time, so... Are you doing the are you doing the slogan? For a minute. Uh, or for a few seconds. The... Right, okay, okay. <laughs> um no. This has been Seismic Sydney. And we are all for the power of escapism. Definitely helps us in our day to day lives after work. Just chill out, talk about movies. What more can you ask for? So yeah, the power of escapism. Please let us know what you thought of our picks. Remember, this was not, and I'm liking to emphasize this, we do not think these are the top 10 greatest movies of all time. They're just ones that we thought were really good or we've got a great personal connection with. And 
the key thing is rewatchability and foreshadow, and those are the two two main things. Very quickly, Paul, what are your two main things? And you've got seven seconds. What are your two favorite things in movies? Go, go. Explosions and gunfights. <laughs> yep, on you go. Bye bye. <laughs> bye bye.